Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind meld with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios, location Bravo. Uh, my name is Mike. We promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. I do not do this show by myself. I tell you this every time. I'm going to tell you today as well. On my right is the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome back. His name is Earl. I'll take it. I was about to say, well. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. We'll switch it around. It'll be all right. Um, uh, Let me ask you this, Earl. How are things uh, going in the world of law this week for you? Oh, very well. Very very, very well. Very well. I wonder Uh, if uh, virtually non-existent. (laughs) I can't wait to hear Kevin's truck driving stories. That's what what scares me here. (laughs) Let's... uh, Let's jump on. We've actually uh, joining us on the line because he's got some of that lawyer and stuff he's got to be doing. Let's uh, let's welcome back to the program a good friend and co-host, uh, Attorney Kevin Maxwell. Talk to corporate, Thank you, Michael. <laughs> I, I I'm coming out of Muskegon, Michigan, hauling a load of manure. <laughs> Well, it's a crappy job. You know, Somebody you know, had to do it. You got to keep going a certain speed to stay in front of that smell. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> oh, yeah, boy. that's why they called me uh, pig pen. That's right. <laughs> uh, Kevin, let's let's jump in. I know your uh, your time is uh, is limited, so you know I don't, I don't know how long you got. Let's. Um, I want to I want to talk to you about the uh, the notorious RBG is uh, is gone down, and uh, RBG you know, is RIP. Yeah, she she certainly is. Um, you know, and listen, I'm I'm just gonna say it. You know, so we don't have to you know be uh be all polite and everything. You know how people say, listen, she had a great body of work. She did many many things, and we're you know we're we're, we're it's a big loss for her, you know everybody. She obviously was very anti Second Amendment and everything else. I, I'm just gonna say, I hear Hitler like dogs. You know, Hitler like dogs. Everybody. Well, you know, Mengele was a great doctor. Exactly right. Every, they all have something good to say about them. Um, I, I'm a little more, and I'm not celebrating her death. I'm celebrating 
probably Second Amendment rights. The life of the Constitution of the United States of America. Exactly right. There you go. There you go. When she said, you know, I just don't think we need it anymore. It's like, wait, did somebody cut back her air step? What? Yeah. What just happened? What just happened? Uh, it, it amazes me how she was able to, especially early in her career when she was an attorney, back in the early 70s, how she was able to go up there. I think she did uh, six presentations or six, I don't know what it's called, Kevin, when she, she appeared before the Supreme Court six times and got the ruling she wanted five times. So it was okay to use the Constitution and the law the way she wanted to when it was for her benefit, but when it was for the benefit and the rights of everybody else, she said we don't need the Constitution anymore. It was a little... Now she she was trying to be. She seemed to think that you should adapt the law to technology and changes in the way lifestyles happen, and the way that the world works, and and you know globalism and that kind of stuff. I I, I didn't disagree with her at all. I, I think that. Um, Everyone who serves as a federal magistrate, federal judge, or a Supreme Court justice must, at their root, be a constitutionalist. I think that's a criteria that you must commit to to be in that job. You know, all the other rules, all the other case law, everything else that goes along with having that job, which is a very difficult position must all be fundamentally laid upon the fact that you've got to be a constitutionalist. You've got to believe that the Constitution of the United States is the law of the land and everything else falls beneath it. Yeah, and, and, and I don't, don't see And how... you don't get that job. Right. I, I don't see how that's possible they get this job. I don't see how that's possible that they get in there knowing that they're going to legislate from the bench. You know, again, this week, we've got a federal judge out of uh, Washington state who's going to put restrictions on the post office because they think there's some subplot between the president and the post office to delay, uh, you know, uh, uh, mail-in ballots. So this, this judge who nobody's brought a case before, he just decides I'm going to issue a federal injunction against this. I mean, it's so partisan. It's sickening. Well, you know, that's the problem with being appointed, is that once you're constitutionally appointed, it's virtually impossible to get you out of that job. And so you, the, the diligence that has to be maintained in selecting those candidates, vetting them, making sure you really know, and, and I can tell you, Facebook, MySpace, Instagram, you know, all of those things, they will come back to haunt the millennials in 20, 30 years when they start oh becoming people that are going to be selected for those positions. It's going to happen. The internet, you know? <laughs> the internet yeah. never forgets. <laughs> no, it doesn't. And there's some guy or some gal out there that has everything that you want to know about you, whether you want to know it or not. And uh, for enough money, they will give it to you know, the Times or the Post. But I want you to think about that for just a minute. Let that sink in real good. A millennial 
will eventually be sitting on the Supreme Court of the United States. Dude. <laughs> Far out, dude. I'd rather Don't have Bill me, and Ted on the Supreme Court of the United States. <laughs> That's a generation you could respect, though. I mean, come on. You know, it's a, it, was, it, was a, it was a good one there. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, well, they didn't eat Tide Pods. No, they didn't eat Tide Pods. <laughs> they did, did not. Did not. They drank for breakfast, but they did not eat Tide Pods. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly right. Yeah, you can't call it day drinking if you don't start it in the morning. That's right. That's just drinking. Exactly. It's just, just, it's just drinking, yeah. Oh, boy. Well, uh, Kevin, stop uh, before noon, probably... then it's just day drinking. <laughs> Kevin, probably about 15, 20 seconds left. Uh, odds you think this gets uh, we get a new justice confirmed before the election? Historically, that's not what happens. Uh, the Democrats all argued that, you know, back when Obama was president, you should let the next president select. He shouldn't select. And then uh, – and that's been historically what has happened is if you lose them, you lose a Supreme Court justice. Um, within months of the election, it has historically been the principle to wait and have the new president make that selection. Un- we shall see. Fortunately shall for the see. Democrats, Trump is not a traditionalist. And uh, I expect, unless they uh, they really get busy, he's probably going to submit some candidates. That's it, um, folks. Stick around. We'll be back after the break. The Geltec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech. A family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. 
Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday night special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them it's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. <laughs> You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you'll like Boundary Oak Distillery. Go to BoundaryOakDistillery.com to learn more. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone and Pistol Studios. Uh, hey, let's make sure we got him back with us. Uh, Kevin, you still here with us, sir? I am. We have uh, attorney Kevin Maxwell uh, on the line with us, normally sitting in here with us, but he's out doing that attorney and things, so uh, he was able to get us a little time to sit in with, uh, with, with our own eye. Um, Kevin, before we went to the break, we talked about uh, the odds of, uh, of a being confirmed, uh, a new Supreme Court justice being confirmed before the election. Earl's got an interesting quote here. I want you to hear this, and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk about this some more because I think this could go many, many different directions, and I, I can't wait to hear your opinion. Yeah, as the you know we stated earlier, the internet never forgets. Somebody already dug up Hillary Clinton's post and comment uh, on the passing of Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia. This is what she posted: "My thoughts and prayers are with the family and friends of Justice Scalia as they mourn his sudden passing. I did not hold Justice Scalia's views, but he was a dedicated public servant who brought energy and passion to the bench." The Republicans in the Senate and on the campaign trail who are calling for Justice Scalia's seat to remain vacant dishonor our Constitution. The Senate has a constitutional responsibility here that it cannot abdicate for partisan political reasons. Um, Sounds to me like she's saying fill the seat as soon as it's vacant. Yeah, and Biden exactly the opposite of that back when he was in office. Uh, in, in his previous positions, back as far as Reagan. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Um, you know, and, and I see this. Um, we, we've got uh, uh, you hear Hillary's comment there, and we know the Republican stance at the time was leave the seat open because, listen, Obama was a lame duck president. He was on the way out. Now I know it happened ten months before he was leaving office, but 
you know, it was it was coming to the point where he was going to be leaving the presidency. So the Republicans said the next president should be able to pick, whether it's Republican, whether it's a uh, a Democrat, the next president should be able to pick. Well, we're at the choice, or we're at the point now where our next president might be the same president because he's only served, you know, the the the, the better part of his first term so far. So his point of view is, listen. I am running for re-election. I am going to be re-elected. So I am going to nominate somebody now because I plan on having, you know, a con- continuance here of, of, uh, of motion on uh, my Supreme Court for justice. Well, you know, if, they, if he does nominate, he vets and nominates somebody, and, and given the, the health that she was in, I would be surprised if there hasn't been some studies. Uh, some you know some papers are written, if you will, about possible alternative choices. Uh, if he submits someone before the election, uh, there is going to be at least one thing that I can look forward to, which is I will be able to watch the news and not be about coronavirus. <laughs> be about yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What you you mean? There won't be Zoom constitutional meetings uh, about nomination. <laughs> Boy, oh boy. That, you know, that's one of the reasons why you don't see me as much as you used to. I, I am traveling to depositions. I go to depositions. Yes. I'm yeah. working as a defense attorney for a very large trucking defense firm uh, as, a, as an of-counsel contract litigator. And uh, I don't care if COVID-19 kills me. You're going to be in the room with me, and I'm going to ask you questions. And I've got one case going where I've done three depositions. And their demand's gone from ten million to one point five. Because those depots are not going well for them. You know, I you can't a lot of win a deposition. And into- that's what it's it's called winning a deposition if you're afraid to go to where the deposition's being held. That's it. It's, I, it's, I picture like that, the thing like is, that is, TV commercial. A lot of a lot of uh, Kevin walking into offices for depositions, and there's dudes sitting there in their underwear. Not they're like they're like we're not doing this on Zoom. And Kevin's like, no, me and my no, bag of hammers are doing this in person. <laughs> well, I got to tell you something. The the way it's been looking lately, I feel like Mike Wallace in the '70s. You know, I'm just standing <laughs> in your lobby, and you walk in, and they're like, oh no, he's going to ask you a question. What's the thing that I can say to you, sir? It will get you out of my office the fastest. You can say you don't know. I don't know. I don't know. How did those medical records get altered? I don't know. Did you do it? I don't know. Do you know who did it? I don't know. Guess what we don't get to have no more? Any of them medical records into evidence. They can't be authenticated. It's been a very interesting, no, eight months. It's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Had a conniption. Judge said, well, you know what? This is such a mess. I'm moving the trial myself. And we're all looking at each other on Zoom going, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> going to hate that. <laughs> Plaintiff is going to hate that, buddy. They're going to hate that. Yeah, been interesting. <laughs> and I didn't very, think I was going to go to the dark side. But I'm telling you what, going to the dark side, I know why Orson Welles wore black all the time. My God, it's slimming. <laughs> <laughs> And the helmets, How are the cookies on the dark oh, the side? Helmets are way cooler. The helmets are way, 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 way cooler. I mean, I'm no Kylo yeah, Ren, but, but, you know. But what are the cookies like? Uh, you know, 
you got to drink milk through a straw, which is a little odd, um, but because yeah, they don't let you take the helmet off. Um, but that's you know, <laughs> true. That's true. Very true. <laughs> Craziness. Kevin, tell uh, tell everybody how do they reach uh, you if they if they want to get some uh, some legal advice, get some gun advice, or get some law advice. How do they get a hold of you? Uh, you can reach us at uh, maxlorlando.com. Uh, you can reach us at the office number. <laughs> we are open, 407-480-2179. Or you can always get a hold of my cell phone at 407-467-4960. Just keep in mind, I'm traveling all over the country. So if you call me and you hear noise in the background like a party, I may just be walking to an airport. Don't That's assume right. That's what it is. I'm in a bar. Let's don't assume that. <laughs> You can't get, listen. You don't 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 want to make those assumptions because if you make an assumption, you look like an yeah. ass, and the ump will shun you. That's, <laughs> that's the way it works. Uh, Kevin, again, uh, thank you. Uh, we look forward to having you back in studio when you get the opportunity. Uh, when you're in a, when you're not traveling with the, the with the with the Cochrane defense team there, and um, it's uh, it's always a pleasure, sir. Thank you for your time. You guys be safe. <laughs> you too. Kevin Maxwell, everybody. That's uh, MaxLawOrlando.com. MaxLawOrlando.com. Uh, or we got a we got a couple moments here. Why don't we uh, Why don't we talk about some stats? Uh, okay. Let's we'll talk a little bit a little bit of stats. We finally got the uh, the stat board uh, back up and running again. <laughs> you can read it now. Uh, yeah. So so I, I think we'll go with the uh, we'll go with the top we'll go with the top countries that uh, you can hear arms room or that's been listened to and downloaded arms room. And we're just gonna give you top seven this week. Because after that, it just kind of blends off in the one, 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 one. It doesn't matter then. So, and as far as I'm concerned, we, all we need is you know, the first one. First one, baby. <laughs> first one. That's back-to-back World War champ. USA! 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 There you go. The United States, baby. You got it. You got it. Uh, number two is, uh, is the Deutschland. Is the Deutschland. Ah. The Vaterland. The, the Vaterland. Yeah, yeah. No. Number three, the one that always confuses me. No idea, but it pops up here all the time in the top. Cambodia, uh, Cambodia, <laughs> yeah, Cambodia. <laughs> no idea what's going on in Cambodia, but they uh, they seem to love us in know. Cambodia. Well, see, next next week, it'll uh, Russia will pop back up because Kevin was on. That's so. right. Oh, 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 That's, right. That's yeah. right. Listen, listen. Yep. Number four is the Russian Federation. <laughs> all right, it'll, it'll move up to number three. Uh, number five is India. Not sure what they're doing in there. India is up there, but thank you, uh, our Indian friends. Yeah. Um, and uh, number six would be the Belgians in Belgium. Mm. They uh, they good got beer. They got good beer. Oh yeah, they mm. do. Uh, the Blue Moon. I think the Blue Moon's from Belgium, if I recall. I have to double check. Hope yeah. I didn't. Hope I didn't offend. Yeah. Hope I did not offend any beer friends. Uh, let's see here. And number seven is again the Netherlands, which is different than your nether regions. That's different. <laughs> Big difference. No, Big difference. Very well, in your case, a little, little difference. A little difference. Little, little, little <laughs> Netherlands. Look at the little Netherlands. Well, he's old now, so. You know. uh, let's see. Let's give you a couple of top cities here, just so we, uh, just so we got them. Um, this one popped up. Uh, never, ever seen. Never been a top city before. Welcome to top city status, Elridge, Iowa. Huh? Yep. Uh, Elridge, okay. Iowa. I have no idea. Nice. Uh, nice. My, my first question would be, how far from Ottumwa? Iowa. Yeah. The only thing I think of, you know, we talked about uh, hunting calibers last week, and oh, I would yeah. I would associate with Iowa. You there know, you go. Big big hunting area. There, there you go. 
Hey, you're listening to the Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. When we get back, we should have uh, Mr. Todd Fossey with us again. So stick around. All right. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR 15 and AR 308 platform style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. Cracked sidewalks and parking areas are a liability. Lawsuits are filed daily over trip and falls. Repair your sidewalk, driveway, or parking lot with Seal Coat Florida. Make your concrete or asphalt look new again. Seal Coat Florida patches, stripes, and resurfaces parking lots, walkways, and driveways. Seal Coat Florida has free estimates, flexible work schedules, and professional service. Call Seal Coat Florida at 321-385-SCFL. Online at sealcoatflorida.com. Seal Coat Florida, a proud sponsor of the Second Amendment and Arms Room Radio. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal, a cell phone pistol studios, location Bravo. Uh, Kevin got to join us last segment. Earl, it was always fun when... Uh, oh, yeah. You know what? You know what? I mean, I like him in studio better. But, oh yeah. You know the benefit of him not being here is, you know, oh Kevin, the phone dropped. We had to let you go. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's just always a pleasure, and uh, I know he's out there uh, working defense, folks. I know it doesn't matter to me if you get him on whatever whatever side of the table you're on, as long as he's on that same side with you. Uh-huh. Yeah, you that's uh, you got uh, you got that ninety ninety nine percent chance of uh, not only winning but embarrassing other folks. So it's uh, it's always good times. Good times. Um, hey, on the line with us, we have a, a good friend of the program, a training rock star, Mr. Todd Fossey from Integrative Defense Strategies. Uh, Todd, welcome back to the program, sir. Hey, Michael. Great to be here, buddy. Appreciate you having me on. Uh, not a problem, sir. Not a problem at all. How has uh, how your week been? It's been like a, been a two or three since we talked to you. How's things going for you? Man, th- well, things are great. You know, I can't complain at all. You know, with, with COVID and everything going on in the world, it's sort of acted like a like a big dam you know it held everything back and as soon as things opened up a little bit everything hit you know everything's hitting all at once so we're keeping really busy right but that's that's a good problem to have right now for sure that's true um you know you're up there uh near the scene not too far from uh, Minneapolis. yeah uh, do you hear any hear anything locally 
that you know we're not hearing nationally. I mean, the thing's calming down. As far as we know, it's still uh, they're still rioting in the street every day. Or I'm sorry, as far as we know, nothing's happening. There's no rioting in the streets every day because we haven't seen uh, Minneapolis in the news for three months now. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think that the the rioting has calmed down, but uh, the violence definitely has not. With the systematic dismantelization of our of our police department, there's definitely been a dramatic escalation in in uh, violent crime. It's it's palpable. It's a it's a, it's becoming a very very serious and dire problem here. It has, and, it has uh, become, it, it has become yeah. a meme, Todd. We, we we've seen how um, you know that violence is still going on, and the meme is uh, something along the lines of uh, uh, the city council require or, or defunds the police. And then, and, and then yeah. cries of where, where are the police? Yeah, where's the police? Yeah, that's right. And um, you know, I've mentioned on, on past shows just how bad it's gotten with the police department. And I have friends on that department and other major departments within the greater metropolitan area. And I'm, I'm sad to say that the good ones, the good ones are leaving. And uh, even one of my one of my training partners of, of many many years who's devoted his life to being the best, you know, police officer and servant to society, like really deep down in his heart and soul, um, told me just this last week that he's seriously considering leaving the department. And, uh, and that's where we're at. You know, that's where we're at. It just, they just, to be completely transparent, they just don't have the support that they need. And it's a it's a lose lose proposition for them, no matter how well intent how well intentioned they are. So it's um it's it's a serious state of affairs here, and it just means that average people, regular everyday people, need to be able to protect themselves and those that they love um, all that much more. You know, it's it's that's that's just where we're at. Uh, you know, Todd, speaking about uh, protecting ourselves more, you know, depending on uh, which source you can find, and, and you know, it's, it's, sometimes it's very hard to find this this number because of the good work people have done with not tracking certain Second Amendment uh, issues that, uh, you know, so you don't end up on a registry. You know, of, of the uh, 37 states that don't register firearms, it's, you know, this, this way you, they can't give an accurate count of the number of firearms somebody legally owns. Mm-hmm. Um, but... There's there's an estimated somewhere between two and I've seen as high as 10 million new firearms owners uh, in yeah. this country since uh-huh. uh, well since just about January February. Um, uh-huh. You know I've, I do we do a lot of work around the Second Amendment community and and something uh-huh. I've seen with the, a lot of those people is the I mean almost the basic assumption that well if they bought a gun they must be Second Amendment supporters and 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 uh-huh. I don't believe that's so I believe, I believe a lot of people have felt themselves in danger and if they didn't yeah. if they bought if they just bought a firearm now it means they weren't gun people um right but i right. mean there's 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 got to be i mean there's so much psychological i think about with this um you know to get over that hurdle of i must defend my family you know i'm uh, and 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 now after having that firearm you know at what point do they think about what does it mean to use this firearm and the mental capacity to do that you know, Michael, it's such a, a huge subject. It's something that I think about a lot, almost almost nonstop. And I wish that we could just be on the air together for like 
a month straight without, you know, like a telethon where we're on the, on the radio for like four weeks straight and we don't even take a drink for water or we don't go to the bathroom and all we do is talk for a month to try to untangle um, what I think is a really outdated mindset. I think that maybe the best place for us to start is to talk about um, what the firearm is not and what defending yourself with a firearm is not. Um, do you mind if we start there? Let's do that. We got about uh, four minutes left in this segment. Then, of course, we got all next okay. next segments to do also. But go go right ahead. So at some point, I'll, well, I'll jump in, cut you off, and then and then we'll keep going. Okay. Okay. Well, I think the first thing is that people need to understand first and foremost that this topic is not what you see on the news. It's not what you see on TV shows. It's not what you see in commercials or movies. Definitely not what you see in video games. It's not what you see the military do, right? Um, right, it's, right. it's not hunting. It's not hunting. It's not what law enforcement does. It's not what you see in most YouTube videos. It's not what you see in competition shooting. It's definitely it's not what your uncle told you, right? It's not probably what you heard in your CCW class. It's not what you you know not even what you experienced in most other classes. It's not what the the guy at the gun store told you, you know, um, it's the, the, the firearm is, is, um, in defending yourself with a firearm is a really, it's a, it's a spectrum. It's a spectrum of interdependent disciplines, right? It's an inanimate tool right. that is one piece of a much larger puzzle, right? And right. that puzzle includes just sort of off the top of my head, the psychology of violence. We have to understand the psychology of violence. We have to understand conflict avoidance, like really understand it. We have to understand the legalities and the use of force and the use of force continuum. We have to understand situational awareness. We have to understand the skills around deterrence, weapon retention, modern combatives. We have to understand, you know, defensive firearm skills, tactics and maneuvers post-incident procedures, emergency first aid, and more, a lot, lot more. So it's really just one, one small piece of a much larger puzzle. And I think that the, the culture and the paradigm has is, is really led people in the wrong direction in terms of what the reality, definitely what the weight of such an awesome responsibility is. I mean, we're talking about the power of life and death held in your hand and decisions that need to be made in milliseconds, you know, um, under extreme, under extreme stress during absolute chaos. And I I really, you know, having been a trainer for many years in lots of different contexts, I I feel very confident that very, very, very few people truly understand the real true, the true magnitude of what that responsibility means. And and, and it is a huge responsibility. And, and, you know, and I, and that's my, my, my concern is, uh, you know, do the do the new gun owners know what it's not? And, and I think that's the right way to explain it. Not what it is, but what it's what it's not. Do they know that it's not a, a, a bat? You know, to stand there when somebody walks in the door and, and swing at them. Do they know it's not uh, um, a toy to be stood out in front of my house in, in in Missouri to scare people with? Although I have no intention of using it because it doesn't even have a working firing pin in it. Do you know? Do they do they know that? The introduction of this item makes this, um, we have just clarified a, a, a life and death scenario every time. Yeah. We, we, we no, started they, talking they, about they, our police officers. They don't. 
you know? they don't because the, the culture is filled with myths and misunderstandings. You know, a huge part Let's of go. what I do for my work is educate and defend, you know, uh, uh, reality. Let's, uh, let's, we're getting ready to go to break, so let's hold there. And when we get back, that's what we'll talk about. How, how, do, we, how do we make that introduction? How do we start? Where do we start? Uh, and um, I think that'll take us someplace where uh, interesting. Uh, hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Mr. Todd Fossey is on the line with us, so stick around. He'll be back after the break. Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com, and be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Got a question for the guys? Well, you can reach them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio live, coast to coast and around the world, with Mike and the guys in the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by SnagMag, the premier concealed magazine holster. Check them out today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Uh, hey, on the line with us, we have... Uh, Wait, you know what? We haven't even told them this. I don't know if we've told them this yet. We're gonna we're gonna let them know this now. We get to the point where we, we talk to the listeners. You know, we hear back from them. We hear about uh, about certain guests, and they go, "No, listen, we like this guy, or we like that girl." 
and uh, they get to that that like regular semi regular status. And I think we've got uh, two or three out there that have a uh, we we give them a little theme song on 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 this uh, on this program. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Mister Todd Fossey, Arms Room Radio regular from Integrative Defense Strategies has his own theme song now, and here it is. <laughs> Amen, brother. Right, so Amen, brother. Next time you come on, you got your music now. We got it for you. Right on. I love it. I'm a huge Hendrix fan too, by the way. Oh man, I mean, it don't get much better than Jimmy. That's that's really no. sure right there. No, for sure, brother. For sure. <laughs> um, Tom, before we went to the break, uh, we we were at the at the jumping off point. Um, what we were talking about new gun owners, we were talking about what the gun means, what the gun doesn't mean. What's mm-hmm. the next step? How do we introduce them to? Listen, you own that item now. Well, here's here's what you need to go with it. Mentally preparation, mentally preparation wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's always you know that's always uh, it's always tricky, you know. Um, there's something that happens with, with a farm, actually, with all, with, with just about any, with, and just about any skill, where people will suffer from what's called a psychological phenomenon. It's a cognitive bias, where they suffer from an illusory superiority. This is this is from what's called yeah. the Dunning-Kruger yeah. effect, where people think that they are much yeah. more able to do things beginners do than what they are, and they have an inability to recognize their own ineptitude. That's the formal definition. So that's we have to overcome that, right? We have to overcome that. And I, I like to educate people on what the stages are of the stages of competence and let them become self-aware about what their incompetence is. That's important. You know, I think that the answer isn't a sexy one, and that's why it's not talked about a lot, Michael. Right. You know, like right. people want sexy. They want flashy. They want to be entertained, but... I'll tell, I'm just going to give you my opinion, and I'm going to, you know, for people's, everyone's consideration in the audience, I always put things out there for everyone's consideration because there are no absolute answers to, to this, okay? But here's what I've had success with, and it's not sexy, okay? It's with introducing them to data. It's what we call yeah. the anatomy of violent crime. And so we do a detailed breakdown on data and statistics on how violent crime happens, how it actually works. And then we let them experience it firsthand, right? So here's the data. Now let's take this data and let's turn it into real world application. So I'm going to let you experience this right now, what this would be like in, in a simulation. What's, what's a high probability of a, of a violent critical incident that you'd find yourself in? We just saw the data. I just cited all the data. Now we're going to turn it into a simulation. And it's, it becomes an eye-opening experience for them very, very quickly. And they very quickly realize that they need to have this, you know, a multidisciplinary approach toward, um, toward this topic, you know. Right. If you're interested in, in hearing some of the data, I'd be happy to, to share some of that, you know, if, if that's where you want to take this. But, you know, when people see those statistics and then they have the chance to experience the statistics, it has a, a way of bursting their bubble a little bit. So we like to give people a really healthy dose of reality and then finish that healthy dose of reality with a successful experience. So they have a good healthy dose of reality and a good healthy dose of confidence at the same time. That's our goal. 
Yeah, you know, and, and I'm trying to think of a nice, you know, easy scenario we can we can describe to people. And uh, I know, you know, one that, and it's pretty basic. Earl and I discuss here with people, and, and, and it gets me all the time. This is it's the uh, you ride around with the blinders on. You ride around in your fatal funnel, and um, you know, for the most part, when you start to carry a firearm, and that mindset starts to develop, um, you know, whether that's through, you know, that 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 recognition of uh, I have now something on me. I have more responsibility now. Whether they recognize what that responsibility is, you know, again, not the not the police. They, you know, they're they're not out there bulletproof. They just to be more aware of what's going on. Um, you know, Earl and I. The one we talk about is, is, and I see it every day, and it drives me nuts. And I cringe every time I see it when somebody just pulls into the convenience store or the gas station and just pulls straight up to the front door pops the door open and starts to walk inside and before they even look up to see what's going on there are three steps in the store oh yeah you know yep. same thing going to a bank yep. same kind of thing yep. pop stop at the yep. atm stop and just and and you're three steps inside worried about where your pen yep. is to sign a deposit and they're in the middle mm -hmm. of uh, an arm transaction you, you yep. know exactly yep. Uh, yep. No, there's no doubt about you it know, on understanding stats, the stages I don't know if that, I don't know if that crime. stats there yeah no, go, go understanding ahead, I, I don't stages, know if that's stats, yeah. Understanding the stages of violent crime and understanding how it works so that we can recognize those stages early on and we can deter those violent crimes from unfolding in those early stages is a really big deal. You know, we, I literally just finished producing an entire one-hour course really just on that topic alone, right? It's, a, you know, we can drill into any of these uh, you know, drill into any of these, these points and talking points for, for a long period of time. And I think sometimes it gets a little bit over, a little bit overwhelming for them, but right. yeah, that, I mean, that, that for sure, you know, that for sure, what you talked about is a really classic example, but even then, you know, you know, where my mind goes is that most people really don't really realize just how rapidly and violently these things unfold and how it unfolds rapidly and violently and when and how you least expect it. So to have an adaptable set of principles that you can apply to whatever set of circumstances that you're faced with is a really big deal. You know, I, I think people have this idea that, you know, that if they're carrying a firearm, that they're going to be in a shootout, that it's going to be gun versus gun. But the, the statistics don't support that at all. You know, first of all, 20 or 80 percent of violent crime is, is are, are simple assaults, where you're not in a reasonably immediate fear of death or great bodily harm or substantial bodily harm. It's just someone who wants to beat you up. But now they see or feel that you have a firearm on you. Now that now that's become a very serious incident. Do you know how to retain that? Do you know how to defend yourself with something besides your firearm, or do you only know you know zero to in 100? Do you know how to address the full, you know, the full spectrum of force that was known as the use of force continuum? Do you know how to deal with all of the different variables in that force within that use of force continuum? That's a big deal. And then 20% of those critical incidents are aggravated assaults where people are reasonably in immediate fear of death or of substantial bodily harm or great bodily harm or death where someone may, for example, perhaps someone has a weapon on them, like an impact weapon, which is the most common. More people right. are killed with hammers every year than baseball bats than they are with firearms. Sure. That's the sure. most common. Edged weapons, that's the most common. Do you know how to deal with that? Or do you think you're yeah. just going to shoot the guy that's six feet away with you with a baseball bat? You think that? 
Really? Yeah. You think that? Well, you know how many rounds it takes yeah. to stop them? <laughs> yeah, right, right. Really? You think uh, that? I'll, I'll tell you uh, what. Who has, the, who has the advantage? Oh, listen, right. yeah, listen, distance is your friend, you know, at, at, at that point, yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, you know, this just for people to understand the physical violence and everything and how quick it turns. We used the term in my last uh, career, it was called, uh, or we would say, speed of maneuver and violence of action. Um, the, the, the quicker you were and the more violent and the more devastating you were made you more successful every time. And if you think of the yes. bad guy being that way, if he's fast, he's deadly. If he's deadly, he's fast. You know, it's the speed of maneuver and the violence of action. That's what you have to deal with. Now that you have your firearm, that's what you have to deal with. Todd, you got about 30 seconds to take us out. I'll let you close us on that. I think that the, the important thing to talk about how quickly things happen, it, that requires time, that requires practice, that requires the proper type of training, three-dimensional training, right, where you're experiencing real resistance in real time so that you can develop those reflexes to deal with the, the, the rapid nature in which violence unfolds in reality, not a false sense of reality. That's it. Next time, Todd, we get you back on, that's where we're going with it. We're going to talk about that training that right you on, should brother. be getting. Folks, it's, this is IDS. This is IDS. Mr. Todd Fossey, thank you for joining us. Thanks a lot, guys. Hey, folks, you're listening to, listening to Arms Room Radio, coming live from Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Until next hour. Please exercise your second memory rights responsibly. The Keltec Sub 2000 semi automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. 
with Mike, Kevin, and Earl. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind meld with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios, location Bravo. Uh, my name is Mike. I will be uh, guiding us through the remainder of the program, driving to Winnebago, as my uh, my associate Kevin would say. Uh, hey, but on my right is the uh, the court. No, he's not. No, no, no. You're Kevin's the courtroom assassin. <laughs> you're the right hand man. On my right is the right hand man. Hey, you're just all messed yeah, up today. Yeah, this is going crazy here. Uh, the uh, the great 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 grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome back. His name is Earl. How are you doing, sir? Doing well. Doing, doing all right. Doing doing pretty good for yourself there. Doing yeah. Right. We were talking a little bit in the, in the break there. <laughs> you know, our our producer said, "All right, minute." I'm like what? Yeah, I know. already. I know. We were just sitting here, you know, Holy dazing, crap. wandering, talking, Jeez. going over stuff, and it just happens. Um, hey, normally on the left would be the courtroom assassin, the illegal ninja, maximum effort attorney, Kevin Maxwell. You heard Kevin the last hour. If you're fortunate enough to join us during the first hour, I know some of you only get to join us one hour. Uh, if you're only fortunate enough to join us this hour, you, you lose. You don't get Kevin. Kevin was last hour. Yeah. Kevin was last hour. So Kevin is not here. He's out. To, he's out law lawyering. He got he out there lawyering people right now. Have JD will travel. Have JD will travel. Uh, and it's great. You know, listen, it's a perfect, perfect job for him because he gets to tell people, no, no, you should, you should remain silent, and I'll talk for you. <laughs> so it's good. It's good for him. He's a, he's a very good advocate for you, folks. Uh, Max Law Orlando, remember. And if it's gun stuff nationwide, give him a call, and he can, at a minimum, give you some referral. If not, give you some advice. So uh, he is, uh, he's not there with us. Hey, um, I'm gonna tweet. Before we, we move on to the rest of the program, I want to talk a little bit about what we talked about with Todd Fossey uh-huh. last hour. Uh, and for those of you that, uh, again, uh, joined us last hour, a great, great, great interview, Mr. Todd Fossey. It's This Is IDS. That's Integrative Defense Strategies. This is IDS.com. Um, and we were talking about, and I don't want to leave people in suspenders for two to three weeks, which is why I want to cover this with you a little bit, Earl. We get, uh, we get, we're fortunate enough to have Todd every two to three weeks. Uh, to, on the program here with us. And what we were talking about is getting over that mindset to buy a firearm. Now, that mindset to buy the firearm is not the same mindset as that mindset to use the firearm. Um, yeah. Todd's going to, when he comes back on the program, we're going to get down and dirty uh, in specifics on what you should be doing to move from the mindset to have purchased and owning the firearm to perhaps that mindset to have using the firearm. Now, the one thing you don't want to do, and, I, and, I, and Earl and I will smack you in the back of the chops if we ever see you doing this. Kevin will do the same thing. Uh, and Kevin calls it Gibbs in you. He comes up and <laughs> hits you in the back of the head like senior agent Gibbs uh, and, sa- and, 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 and says, what are you doing? You don't want to take a first-time gun over out and see if you can scare them or break their oh, wrists. Oh, I, I hate that. I will absolutely. I will. I will. I will break. I will right in the back of the chop. So I don't care. You're getting one. You're gonna, you know what? You're going to get uh, right hand is choke hand and left hand is pimp slap hand. You might get both of them. 
Okay, you might get both of them. So, what uh, what we mean by this is don't take the person out that's never shot before and. I'm going to put the 44 Magnum in their hand. I'm going to put the 12 gauge on them. Yeah, the 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 most common I ran into is guys that would come into the shop and start sharing the stories for the laugh effects of taking their girlfriend out, you know, go, going shooting, plinking, whether it be at, at an actual, uh, I'm going to call professional range, just from you know it's a business point of view, or going out in the woods somewhere and plinking, which you know I have no problem with, but right. just you know that's you know you found someplace, but handing their girlfriend who you know was curious and asked them, hey, take me shooting. I want to learn. Yeah. And they, like you said, they hand them the 44 Magnum revolver. Yep. Here you go, honey. And, and, and sit back and laugh and watch as they give her no instruction on how to stand, yep. how to hold the, the firearm, how to absorb and, and handle the recoil. They just laugh and watch as it, as it nearly smacks her in the head and knocks her out and, and she's now scared and petrified of firearms, and I, I don't ever want to do this again. And they think it's funny. Dude, you don't realize how bad you possibly screwed yourself up. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. I'll, I'll say this right now, and I even know she's not listening. I know your experience. I know Kevin's experience. You two are not going to be with me at all the time. At 3 o'clock in the morning. But my wife is very highly possibly going to be there. And she's glad you said that. <laughs> and and, and I, I want her as my backup. Right, yeah. I mean, I'm, my, 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 you know, simply put, my, my household strategy, yeah. I'm going to run around and scream and, and be a distraction. Yep. You know, I'm, you know it's not going to be shoot him, Elizabeth. It's going to be shoot him, honey. Shoot him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's exactly the same way with um, – I'll give it to you with flying, all right? Um, when, when people go flying on a, on a big commercial airliner, what does it feel like? It, for the most part, it feels like you're riding in your car or in a truck. There's a little bit of acceleration down the runway, uh, but that's it. They don't, they don't pull off and pull straight up and make you go weightless and, 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 and turn 5Gs to the left or right because those aircraft can take that. But they want you to, guess what, come back and give them more money. If you start puking and getting knocked around inside one of them airplanes, you think they're going to come back? Absolutely not. I do it's the same thing when I take people in small airplanes, uh, either for work or for pleasure. It's we want it to feel like it's an enjoyable experience. And then if you want to come back and maybe try being weightless here or pulling four or five Gs, we can work towards that. It's the same thing with firearms. You take them out. You start with the plinking, all right? You know what happens when they plink and they get a little instant gratification, whether it's on steel targets or, or knocking bowling pins down? They get that smile. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. They want to do it again. Mastering a new skill also. Uh-huh. It's the same smile. Well, it's a different smile. It's, a, <laughs> it's the smile. It's the same time somebody shoots under a controlled environment, a full auto weapon. I don't care how oh, if you've been yeah. shooting guns your whole life. The first time you go pull the trigger on some full auto fun, I mean, guys that are, it could be competition masters. It have been, you know, whatever, cops are you know, the whole life, turn around and go, <laughs> and smile and laugh. It's the same thing we want. The quick tip is take somebody shooting, make it an outdoor range. It's much more controlled. It's much quieter. It's much nicer. Put a few rounds in, get some nice plinking, and that'll hold you off until next time we got Todd back on and we talk about next steps. Oh, yeah. You listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We'll see you after the break. 
The Keltec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTechUSA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call. 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. 
The following segment is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you're going to love Boundary Oak Distillery. Check them out today at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios, location Bravo. We're gonna jump right in. We got another caller on the line. I want to make sure we uh, we just we're just gonna flow. Go right into this. Earl and I, we're gonna we're just right here. We just we're ready. We're ready. We're ready to go. We want we want you to hear this, folks. Hey, on the line with us, we have uh, we have one. This is great. It's a treat. One of the board of directors from the Citizens Committee for the Right to Keep and Bear Arms. I'm, I'm told he also does radio. Let's welcome in our good Something friend, like that, Mr. Yeah. Mark Walters. Yeah, guys, how's it going? <laughs> Mark, how are you doing this weekend? I'm doing good. You guys couldn't hear from a better guy, right, Earl? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, no, doing great. GRPC, I, um, you know, I took one break uh, to go get my hair, you know, had a haircut appointment, and I'm back at it watching the GRPC. It was just listening. Now, you're in Georgia. Are you allowed to, uh, to get uh, a COVID haircut? Is that legal there in your state? It's been legal to get haircuts here. We we never really closed down, guys. It, it's we had about a week where things were kind of funky, but life went on. Restaurants have been open, you know, for the most part. I think we did about maybe seven or eight days where people were allowed to be outside, and everything just kind of opened inside again. It's been life as usual here, and I'm I'm thrilled. Kids are back in school. It's wonderful. First school district in the country to go back to school. So yeah, it's it, it, the rest of the country needs to follow our lead, no doubt. You know, Mark, I was talking to some relatives up there in New York City and out on Long Island, um, or this week, it was this week I was talking to them, uh, still still on lockdown. I mean, relatives, brothers, sisters, yeah. parents, uh, children have not seen each other in eight months except, like, the drive-by through the car window once. Well, you know, it, look, it's time, Mike, you, you know me, and, and I know you, and, and I know how you think. And it's just time for people to say, you know what, the hell with de Blasio, the hell with Cuomo. The hell with these Democrats. I'm opening my business. And if enough Americans defy these tyrants and open their businesses, they won't do anything about it. Go, go back to the days when Connecticut instituted the, the uh, unconstitutional, if you will, the, the, uh, the assault weapons registration scheme. Nobody registered. Yep. What did they do? Yep. Nothing. They can't. They can't do anything. And if enough Americans stand up and say, you know what, I'm tired of this. This is a scheme. Yep. It's a scam. It's a fraud. I'm going back to work. Then you'll see the you'll see the tyrants get put in their place. But if enough Americans don't do that, the tyrants are going to win. This country's in a terrible place, guys. Yeah, it's it's, it's exactly right. We saw it happening. Yeah, I don't want to go back too far, but listen, uh, on the extreme end, the Bundy Ranch, when federal agents show up with firearms and say, "We're taking this back from you," you know, a hundred federal agents show up, and then ten thousand or so. Armed veterans show up right. and go. No, no, you're not. Yeah, no, no, you're not. <laughs> not today. Not. I don't. I don't think we're going to arrest yeah. you. Let you arrest us. You know. It's, yeah. it's kind of what, what happened. today. I don't. I don't think you'll get a hundred federal agents to do that. I don't think you'll get a hundred yeah. federal agents to stand up and go after a hair salon or go after yeah. a bar or a restaurant. I don't think you're going to see that happen. You know. Right. We've seen for a long time. We've been talking about. Well, you know my little slogan, right? You know, show me a city, an American city in decay. I'll show you an American city controlled by Democrats at every level for yep. decades. We've been preaching that, but the country is seeing that now. And thank God, Trump has the bully pulpit and is saying essentially the same thing. And the world is seeing what these Democrats have done. Every crap hole cesspool 
in this country is run by Democrats. It's time to clean this up, and it can be done. But the world is now seeing what the Democrats have done to Chicago. The body count in Chicago is atrocious. We've been talking about it for years. Thousands, tens of thousands. I've read thousands of names over the years of victims in in Chicago. Most of it black-on-black crime that they don't want to talk about. Black Lives Matter don't want to talk about it. Nobody wants to talk about it because it doesn't matter to them. Okay? But America is on to this. And in order for Trump to lose this election, you would have to believe, I think, that America wants what we see in these cities, that they want de Blasio's running things into the ground, that they only want to open 25% of their businesses. I'm not buying it for a minute. Well, listen, and, and Mark, you, you, you've seen their tactics now that they've identified who their ticket is. Um, this, this, this election is about health care. I don't know if you figured that out yet. This election, I saw every town for gun safety do an entire one minute on health care. Yeah, because they don't want... I, I don't know. Look, they play. Unfortunately, there are a lot of stupid people out there that they can reach, and they do. They reach people with some of this garbage. But I have much more faith in the American people than they do. Yeah. I have yeah. faith that people know that what happened to the McCloskeys is absolutely, utterly wrong. I believe that 99% of Americans believe that. I believe right. that when you see a city burning, that Americans don't want that in their neighborhood. I, I believe that Americans don't want radical socialist communism in their country. I believe that, and I believe most Americans believe that as well. And, you know, you've got to have that faith. But to think otherwise is, is just how, how can we think otherwise about the country? They're trying to reshape history so that they can remake America in their sure. image and create a new history. That's what they're trying to right. do. Uh, the country's yeah, at war, and we had better understand yeah. – that those people are at war with us already and get our heads out of the sand and be able to fight accordingly. Whatever they have, whatever they throw at us, we've got to be able to throw double at them and we can lose this nation in in November. I mean, it's just how pitiful it is. It's, it's every, every commercial that I see now is if, if you don't elect Biden, a handicapped child will die. I mean, that's that's really (laughs) where, where it is. That's, that's, that's what their, their campaign is. Go back. We we got a couple minutes. Everybody would be homeless. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. A um, couple minutes left. Let's talk GRPC. It's going on right now, the Gun Rights Policy Conference. Uh, you know, I've introduced you, rather than as the host of a, you know, an incredible, a great talk show, but as a board member of CCRKBA. Tell us about GRPC and why it's important. Well, the Gun Rights Policy Conference sets the tone. It sets not just the mood, but it sets the tone and the agenda for the upcoming 12 months until the next policy, when we can go back and review you know, what kind of progress we made. But what's so important about it this year is because we all know how important this election is on November 3rd. The Second Amendment is on the ballot. And even Trump used to say that this was the most important election since, you know, since, uh, since uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln. I, yep. I'm going to go farther. And I, said, I used to say the same thing. But as this begins to shape up and as we begin to see exactly what it is the communist Marxist socialists, formerly known as Democrats, have in store – for our right to keep and bear arms, there is no doubt in my mind that this is the single most important election in our lifetime since America's founding. Not that old cliche. You know, everybody says it's the most important election of our lifetime. Well, it's easy because we're human. We only live so long we see things very myopically. But when we get out of the bubble and we look at the history of the nation, the nation as you know it is on the line. If the wrong thing happens in November, if you're going to want your nation back, you're going to have to fight for it. If this is this, yeah, and, and, we are at that point in America where the ideology could not be stark, could not be stark. The difference could not be starker. 
one side is going to have to win. The country cannot continue to do this, cannot continue to, to go through this. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's clearly leaning, uh, you know, towards confrontation. Uh, do, you, do you think that happens if the election goes either way, or, or, or is there one safe uh, candidate to keep us away from confrontation? Look, the, the, if this ends peacefully, and look, they're already at war with us. There. Look at Portland. Look at Seattle. Look at what they've threatened to do. The leftists are out threatening to burn down Washington, D.C. if Donald Trump nominates a Supreme Court justice, which is the president's constitutional duty and the Senate's obligation. Well, they didn't give Merrick Garland the opportunity. That's because Barack Obama was a lame duck president. One of two people was going to win the election, and the American people needed to decide. Donald Trump is a duly elected president, and he can win another, another four years. So it's a completely yep. different scenario. And in addition to that, the heck with them. Harry Reid would lie to you and shove that Supreme Court justice right down your throat. And it's time the Republicans started playing pool the way they do. Because don't think for two seconds that Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi wouldn't do the same thing. So these guys got to start playing. There's got to be a nomination, and the Senate's got to run it through and stick it right down their throats. America is on the line. But, yeah, the, the surefire way to end this peacefully, to stop this, is a absolutely humongous, undeniable Trump victory landslide that is indisputable in November. And I absolutely believe that can happen. But what we see burning the streets is going to continue to burn the streets, and it's probably going to get worse before it gets better. However, if Trump wins a second term, he's not going to wait for Democrat mayors. He's going to do what he has to do to squash the violence immediately. Exactly right. The way you win an election and get, restore order is with the law and order candidate. Mark, uh, at a time, tell people how to follow you. Armed American Radio, Facebook.com, Armed American Radio, Twitter, AAR Mark. Just tune in anytime. And Joe, go, go watch the GRPC. Go watch it. It's up on Facebook right now. Go get it on YouTube, Gun Rights Policy Conference. Yeah, I hear they do. They keep the best uh, speakers for Sunday, too, folks. So, so you're in for a trip tomorrow. <laughs> uh, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studio. Stick around. We'll be back after the break. Thanks, Mark. Hey, everybody. This is Mike from Arms Room Radio. This is Kevin with Arms Room Radio. Need a lawyer? Need a gun? Need some legal advice? This is Earl with Arms Room Radio. You need some knowledge about firearms? Guess where you look. Make sure you check us out this week on Arms Room Radio, or you can check us out anytime at armsroomradio.com. If you miss it, you will never forgive yourself. Well, you might forgive yourself. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family-owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR-15 and AR-308 platform-style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free-floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag, visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. 
Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Corporal Joshua A. Hart died September 18, 2010, serving during Operation Enduring Freedom. Parton, 23, of Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, was assigned to the 3rd Battalion, 6th Field Artillery Regiment, 1st Brigade Combat Team, 10th Mountain Division, Fortrum, New York. Corporal Harton was killed in action in Kaftar Khan, Afghanistan, of wounds suffered when insurgents attacked his unit using small arms and rocket-propelled grenade fire in an ambush as his platoon was on its way back from patrol. Harton was the only casualty in the ambush. Harton's mother, Ruth, stated, the Army representatives knocked on the door of her Bethlehem home early on a Sunday morning to deliver the news. We already knew, she said. No one else comes to the door like that. As soon as I saw the uniforms, I knew. Joshua Harden had served a tour in Iraq and was most recently stationed at Fob Griffin in Afghanistan. He spent three weeks at home last month and planned to go into law enforcement after his discharge, his mother said. Army Corporal Joshua A. Harden, you are not forgotten. If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960, and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself to whatever your legal issue is. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you again for sponsoring the Fallen Hero portion of the program. Folks, if you know anybody out there you'd like to hear on Fallen Hero, uh, you know, a family member, friend, relative, somebody read the books on a movie, let us know. Armsroomradio.com. You can reach us there, and uh, we'd, be, uh, we'd be happy to honor them during the segment. Hey, on the line with us, we have the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of the program. Please welcome back to the program, Major Bill. Ground control to Major Bill. Hey guys, how's everybody doing this week? Yeah, doing well. Yeah, doing not well. too, not too, uh, not too bad. How's things going down there in the uh, world of law enforcement? Uh, well, you know, it, it it is what it is. It's that's all I can say is, uh, you know, gotcha. things are 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 not getting any better. We we know about the uh, the ambush of uh, the two Los Angeles County uh, deputies out there in Compton and in California. Uh, we also had a uh, Maryland police officer that was ambushed. Uh, and this is this is nothing new, but now it's becoming more and more brazen. Uh, so again, like I say at the end of every segment, you know, you got to watch your back, got to watch out for each other. Uh, it's it, it, war has been declared, uh, and and now it's just becoming more and more open. So it's it's hard to deal with, especially since we have rules of engagement that we have to play by, uh, but yet uh, the the other actors out there uh do not yeah absolutely right and listen it, it 
I, I learned about it the same way you learned about it uh, when, when this happened to the previous, uh, you know, two generations ago, three generations ago in law enforcement in the 60s and 70s when, when war was declared on cops because, uh, uh, you, you know, we, we, we knew those guys. You know, we, we grew up with those guys. And, um, and they, they had war declared on them. The difference then was where there may have been, you know, uh, anti-cop bias out there in the community, you didn't see anything as bad as, defund the police or get rid of qualified immunity yes yes and and you know right now qual uh, uh colorado has uh, uh done away with qualified immunity virginia just passed a bill uh see if it if it makes it the rest of the way to eliminate qualified immunity you know it's the same way uh you know with what happened with doctors uh you know was it 10 15 years ago uh where doctors just stopped uh uh providing their own insurance and you know there, there's that waiver that you sign when you go in there uh saying that you know you assume you know the, the risks of of medical treatment uh we all know that doctors having license to practice medicine they haven't quite gotten it right yet uh so yeah. you, you take that risk yeah absolutely right listen and folks for those that are not aware of what qualified immunity is it, it doesn't mean that uh it, you hear the word immunity and you think well the cop's immune well it means there there has to be you have to qualify to get that immunity as the law enforcement officer. And how do they qualify? They qualify for the immunity by not violating your civil rights. And that's just, yeah. you can't just go out there and say, well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to break a black dude's leg today because I don't like black dudes. You, you, you don't know. That's, you, if, if it happens in the course of a, uh, of, of a lawful arrest and he jumps off a building and breaks his leg while running from you, you're, you're immune from that. You, 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 you did not violate his civil rights. If you pull him out of the car and start, you know, DDP in his leg for no reason, you're not immune, you know. Um, but what yeah, you do so when you take away qualified immunity, yeah, right. Uh, it, so, you know, they, they, they don't the, the officers don't break any intentionally break any laws. There is no malice involved. They follow policy and procedure. Then they themselves, the officers personally, uh, are not liable. Uh, so they can't be sued personally. Doesn't mean that they, they, they can't be sued professionally, and that that liability goes on the agency or the city or the county or the state uh, right. that, that would assume that liability. But now you're talking about taking away uh, the, the the where an officer can be sued personally for doing their job. Uh, well, then you're gonna you already saw. Uh, I think we discussed before in Colorado, they've already had 200 officers either resign or retire. And their answers were as directly related to uh, the the removal of qualified immunity. Uh, were you know their their, their lives, their families, uh, their everything that they have personally is now liable to be taken away from them for rightful uh, professional action. Uh, and you know you continue to see something like this, it's it's, uh, it's just going to make them continue to make a mess. Yeah, you know, listen, and, and California has lost much. It was before this wave came out. California lost much of their qualified immunity over the past two or three years as well. And we've seen a lot of law enforcement officers depart there. You know, you, listen, you just mentioned with Colorado. Um, uh, Todd Fossey last hour mentioned it when we were talking about the Minneapolis area. Cops, they're leaving in droves. Um, and when you, here's what happens, folks. I'll give you an example, and the major mentioned it. Um, when you lose qualified immunity, you, you know what you get? You get two cops in Compton 
that's sitting in a patrol vehicle together, and between the two of them, there's less than two years' experience. I think they had 14 months' experience. Apiece, 14 months, folks. And that may, yep. Yeah, that may or may or may not have included academy time. Nobody's clarified that yet. So you might have had cops in there with seven or eight months' experience on the road, two together. That should never happen. You should never have junior rookie officers together like that assigned to a vehicle. That's why you have one more senior to train and pass on, you know, guidance and leadership, you know, knowledge, skills, and abilities to the junior one, not two junior officers in there together. Did they respond wonderfully afterwards and to their training? Yes, but maybe if they had been with a more senior officer, never would have happened in the first place because of some of those tricks of the trade you learn. Yes, absolutely. And keeping that situational awareness, keeping your head on a swivel, watching your six, you know, they, they did, they responded exactly how they should have, which is, uh, again, what you said, wonderful how they responded to their training. It's unfortunate that they didn't have that situational awareness. They they hadn't yet developed that tuned-in mentality of when you can be in trouble. Now, it, it would seem to me that obviously both of them were distracted by something at the same time. And if you're in a two-man car, one should be on overwatch while the other one is doing whatever needs to get done. Uh, and especially in these, these times, uh, it, it, you always got to keep watching what's going on around you. Exactly right. And, again, listen, great response to training there. Obviously, the, uh, the L.A. Sheriff's Department is putting out great training in their academy. So um, it's, just, it's just a shame. You know, I don't know whether in, in law enforcement, I hate to say it, maybe we've got to pull some of those senior detectives out of some slots and, and put them back on the road. But then, you know what? Then they're going to resign and retire ahead of time also. So I, I don't know what the answer well, is. Interesting, the answer interestingly is. enough, Baltimore PD has done that. Uh, they've pulled a lot of their district uh, action teams, you know, their plainclothes guys. They pulled them out of right. plainclothes, put them back in uniform, back in marked vehicles out on the street. So you're, you're having those. You know, they're realizing that, hey, we got a problem here. And they're not, of course, they're keeping it quiet, uh, you know, with everything that's going on. They don't want to look like they're bolstering things. But that's, you know, they're they're seeing that they need to address this. Exactly. Major, thank you for joining us, sir. And please stay safe. Absolutely. All my brothers and sisters, remember, wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, check your six. Always go home and stand your shift. You're listening to Armstrong Radio. Come to you live from the I No Conceal Show from Business Studios. Guys, we'll see you right after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? 
Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off its next level training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The following segment is brought to you by Snag Mag. Snag Mag is the premier concealment holster for your magazine. Check them out today at snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Uh, last segment right here, Earl. Comes Already? Around, comes wow. around all the time. Comes around all the time. You know, um, the major uh, last segment Major Bill was on, he had a different topic. And um, I don't know, he said a sentence, I said a sentence, and we went somewhere completely different. So no, oh, yeah. no, no idea what happened there. Um, sadly, so, I'm yeah. used to that. But uh, it, it flowed well, so uh, we you know, we stayed with it. Uh, I'm sure his topic it was probably some Florida man story or something like that. Yeah. And you know, next week they'll Florida man will do it again. <laughs> uh, well, he's probably not a native Floridian. No, 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 and he's not. Um, there's usually and there's usually uh, a stimulant or a depressant involved. Oh yeah. You know, so probably uh, illegal. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh well, listen, uh, or illegal uh, amounts. You know, <laughs> above the uh, the intoxicant limit. You know, you know because you know. One beer, fine. Seventy-three beers, <laughs> not so much, you know. Well, that, uh, well, seventy-three beers, uh, impressive. Seventy-three beers, and I think I could take that gator. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's that's kind of stuff you get right there. Uh, let's let's talk, let's talk a little football, a little football here. We're, we just got to, a little bit. Yeah, listen, um, you and I are both uh, uh, recognized veterans of the high school football associations. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, I could, I had to, we had our. Uh, at our championship there at Polk High, you know, with the four, <laughs> with the four touchdowns, and uh, you know, so uh, both uh, both some uh, here we go, some high school football guys, and that was about it for anything. After that, listen, I'm like, yeah. I, like when I see baseball players that are you know two three way athletes, they play uh, you know basketball, football, uh, and and uh, and baseball, and then the draft comes around, they're like, you can go to the NFL right now, and we'll give you a million dollar bonus. Or you can go to baseball. We'll draft you there. You might go to the minor leagues for two, three years. But in 10 years, you'll be able to, what's that thing? Walk. You'll be able to walk. Oh, stuff. yeah. 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 <laughs> you'll be, you, in, in 20 years, hmm. you won't need a wheelchair. You know? <laughs> so. Yeah, I remember seeing some, uh, a TV show talking about, I mean, the guy was probably a legend in the NFL. Unfortunately, I, I can't do him justice in remembering him, his name. And they're, they're filming him. Uh, his his daily routine. Oh yeah. And watching him get dressed in the morning, he was hammered. I right. mean, physically. I mean, yeah. he 
Yeah. You know, he had trouble putting his pants oh, yeah. on one yeah. leg at a time. Yep. Let alone holding them out in front of him. Right. Jumping right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I was thinking if they had come along and said, uh, hey, you want a football scholarship to college and do this for four more years before maybe you can go somewhere else and get picked? No. No. I'm going to pass. <laughs> going to take the zero. Oh, yeah. <laughs> going to take the zero, coach. It was fun here in high school while I was indestructible. <laughs> you know, yeah. Would not be on that. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I, I'd suffer. I still have some suffering from uh, baseball in high school. Yeah. Uh, I made the mistake. I was, we, we were practice and a kid was smaller than I was, but he was a very good at procedures okay. in playing a catcher. And we played under the rules that, you know, I, I did if you can slide into yeah, them and they lose yeah. the ball and yeah. you know, you're still in. That's the way it works. And, and yeah. I'm twice his size yeah. and I slid into him, Yeah, but he did everything the way he was supposed to drop to a knee. I spiked you. No, yeah, it didn't yeah. spike me, but I ended up wrapped up around him yeah. and I still have, you know, my, my left knee is, is still tender. Still feels day. it. Still feels it. Now, granted add on, you know, 20 years of a tractor trailer sure. clutch. Sure. But sure. you know, were you safer out? <laughs> uh, out. Yeah, I know. I know. He's a little insult to go with yeah. that injury. Here you go. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, talk to you about a couple of high school football players. These, these boys are from uh, Morrow, Ohio, Morrow, Ohio. Uh, in their hearts, they knew they were doing the right thing, and that's all that mattered. I don't know if you've heard this story. These, uh, these two high school football players are suspended from a team over pro-police, pro-firefighter flags. Now, uh, here, here's where I had the problem, and I went through this story a little while ago. Go, go ahead, And, and yeah, just go ahead. to, to the, the pro-police and firefighter flags are – the thin blue line flag, yes. American flag, and the thin red line, American flag. And the thing is, where I, I salute these two boys, they were told ahead of time, if you do this, you are probably going to get in trouble. But yes. they, they did it anyway. Yeah, and the one boy's father that carried the police flag, his father's a police officer. Uh-huh. The one boy that carried the, fire, the, the red flag, the, the, the flag with the red stripe, his father's a fireman. Yes. So And... Uh, Mike hasn't gotten this. I'm going to steal his thunder a little bit. This was a high school football game played on 9-11. Yeah. And they were yep. doing it as a memorial to all the first responders that gave their lives on 9-11-2001. Now, the school board had no problem letting there be BLM flags and the like. Oh, yeah. No, that's that fine. That was okay. That's fine. And they said, again, this is, this is the uh, hypocrisy that we hear, is the school board said, we can't allow the, the police flag or the fire flag because it makes a political statement. And BLM doesn't. No. Well, yeah. that's, that's, uh-huh. that's, that's social justice. Or, yeah. That's not, uh-huh. that's, you know. Yeah, and again, it's about the politics involved there. About taking back, taking back the verbiage here, about taking back the words. So uh, they got suspended. They got suspended. And, well, I guess, uh, I guess that didn't sit too well. Uh, for too long, <laughs> good. Um, because uh, within uh, within days they were reinstated. Yeah, uh, they yeah. Were, and, and they were told. Uh, I think the school board got the old. Uh, you know, we voted your butts in here, right? Uh huh. <laughs> well, we ain't even gonna wait to vote you out. We just coming to get you. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, the old the old uh, people up there in Ohio were none too happy, and uh, and they they went and got them out. They said. Uh, uh, <laughs> Here, here's amazing. This is this is some of the quotes we got from here. Um, the uh, from from the school board itself. There, 
Uh, you, you heard things like, uh, we did not want to, want to place ourselves in a circumstance where another family might want a different flag to come out of the tunnel, one that may be one that many other families may not agree with from a political perspective. Uh, what? What? You, you know, how about uh, you man up and say breaking the law is wrong yeah. and, and saving lives and, 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 and uh, preserving order are right. It's not that difficult. You yeah. know, you're, you're teaching high school kids. You may need to go back to grade school and take a few lessons, you mm-hmm. know, in right and wrong. But, you know, these, these twits couldn't figure that part out. So um, another football player, and we don't usually talk about the uh, the National Felon League here. Yeah. Um, at which, uh, listen, until I saw this story earlier in the week, uh, you know, a hand on my heart, you know, hand, you know the finger in the ear, or the eye, needle in my eye, whatever the saying is, I had no clue the NFL was playing. Yeah. None I have, whatsoever. I know no about idea. it, but I don't really care. No, no idea. Had no clue. Um, this got me, and I know we talked about this guy. I think it was two yeah. years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steelers uh, Alejandro Villanueva. He uh, the the NFL has I guess al- is allowing. This is crap. I didn't even know this. Is allowing the names of victims. And this is the air quote right here. Girl, yeah, yeah. Victims doing, doing of quotes. police violence. You know the felons the people that were being arrested, the people that were in the process of committing crimes, those victims, uh, they've allowed the NFL to put their names on their jerseys or on their, on their helmets. Yeah. Well, uh, imagine, imagine being a rape victim and having to look at the NFL with the name of your rapist, you know, as it's being televised on their helmets. Steelers offensive lineman Alejandro Villanueva chose to cover the name of the police shooting victim on his, that was on the back of his helmet during Pittsburgh's game against the Giants on Monday Night Football. Villanueva chose instead to write the name Alwyn Cash, a veteran who died in the U.S. invasion of Iraq uh, in 2005. Uh, see, one thing you don't know about uh, uh, Villanueva is he's a former Army Ranger who served three tours in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. He decided to break from the team and replace the bad guy's name, the victim's name, with Cassius, a sergeant first class who died after trying to rescue soldiers from a burning vehicle, burning vehicle in Iraq. Steelers coach Mike Tomlin, this wuss, Mike Tomlin said Tuesday that he approved of his player's decision. And here was his statement. As an organization, and myself as the head coach of the organization, we're going to support our players however they chose to participate and express themselves, even if it's supporting rapists, felons, and murderers. Yeah, exactly. Was, folks, that's it for this week. Uh, uh, you know, listen, to, go out, uh, have a good time, treat yourself to a nice meal, do whatever you got to do. Uh, uh, have, have, get yourself a beverage. Have a nice frosty beverage. If that's root beer, have a good root beer. Yeah, you want to. enjoy it. Uh, until next week, though, go, listen, I've got to thank all our guests. Todd Fossey, this is IDS. Uh, Mark Walters, go to armedamericanradio.com. Uh, and Major Bill, again, for, for joining us. Until next week, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. Ember, head on a swivel. See you next week.
The Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo.